I was just seeing like a totally different you now. This is like big psychedelic aura. We're recording. Yeah. <laughs> it's like colours floating all around you, yeah. exuding out. You're like from a my ramen. From your ramen t shirt. Yeah. Ah, but then people will know that we record this on the same time as the other one. But you know what, people? we got to be efficient. Yeah. So when we get to sit down to record, yeah, we we're going to record a couple of episodes. We're going to get on that. You what? You go and work out and you say, I've done some crunches, I'm going now? No. No. You do the you whole You do set. some more rounds. Yeah. You, you do one more rep. You do one more rep. You do those pull-ups. You do those crunches. You and do then you those. do another rep. Yeah. Those. And then you do another rep. Yeah. Then you're a rapper. You're a serial rapper. Serial rapper. Serial rapper. 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 Ooh. 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 Sounds of now. Give a folk. Clouds. Apples. Biscuits. Religion. Folk. 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 Desk. Migration. Films of the 1930s. Spending your money. Shoes. Scented candles. Welcome to this episode of Two Folks. Where we discuss what to give a fuck about in your busy lives. <laughs> Rating it from 1 to 10 on the fuck score. I'm Marius. And, as usual, right in front of me is... Al. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Nice to still be seeing you. <laughs> nice to have you still being around here. Yeah, well, I'm not going anywhere. No, I'm here. I'm here. like a piece of the very practical, minimalist furniture. Yep. Only with slightly unkempt hair. Yep. 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 Thanks for letting me borrow your slippers, by the way. My monster. Yeah, which are like in giant monster feet. Yep. Uh, that is very pleasant. Because the co- the floor is cold. Well, the floor is cold. Mm-hmm. But like we said, it's a white, clean floor. That's yep. very practical. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to put slippers on, I'm going to put slippers on. Yeah, put slippers. Put them slippers on. I put them slippers on. I put them on. I put them on all the way to the winter. Maybe in the summertime, do it. Depends how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> they look really good on you. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I've always thought I needed bigger feet. Yeah. <laughs> now I... You feel more steady? Yeah. I can yeah. live the dream. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm like a dinosaur. <laughs> Bigfoot dinosaur. Yeah. Or maybe like a Bigfoot. A just, Bigfoot. Just a Bigfoot. A Yeti. Two big feet. Yeah. I wonder why, like, I wonder why people can't just get a good picture of him and it's like, here he is. Here he is. I mean, it's just some, it, a succession of dudes springing out in the nature from looking. one party to another. Who've just been photographed. But I mean... Hold on a minute. Were You're not a believer, are you, right? No. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, you sound a bit on the fence there, no. Sonny Jim. But there seems to be more photos of Bigfoot when the cameras were super bad. Now <laughs> that everyone has a phone with a decent camera on it, mm. there's so no pictures of him. So it's a bit like where uh, is he? Bit like uh, the Loch Ness monster. That one too. The eyes of the world are watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's not that. Nope. 
I wonder why. There's a very interesting... Oh, oh, maybe because they don't exist. That could be true. Hey, anybody got a photo of God? Mm. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I went there. Hi, I'll be here there. all week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. It's just going to drop the reality there. Um, so, but Sasquatch... I was going to say Big Mac. Bigfoot. Big Mac. Um, yeah, it's a funny one. But, I mean, there are all of these stories or traditions about a bigger, a race of bigger people that are meant to have existed before us. Um, they use some of that as the justification for the megastructures and the justification for those and how they were built. Uh, Mayan temples and the pyramids that uh, there was just a race of slightly bigger people a lot of the mayan stuff refers to bigger people a lot of the egyptian hieroglyphs refer to bigger people um maybe so like sasquatch is just a residual memory of a slightly bigger person that we feel we need to see so we see it but we don't see it because it's not there so we have build the pyramid bigfoot built the pyramid that's the name of your first prog rock record isn't it (laughs) (laughs) track one spiraling campfire um but but uh, i I mean there is i think it i mean let's let's follow that line of thought i think it does serve a latent psychological need for us as adults that there is yet another larger uh human type thing that could uh kill us I was going to say look after us <laughs> in the wild. Yeah. It's a, it's like a baby to parent thing. So that's uh, what Bigfoot are for, looking after us? I think it 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 fills uh it's like god. It fills a it it serves a purpose. It fills a hole when we have nothing. We need to put something there to feel stable and, and something bigger. And something bigger. Yeah. And in I that wonder situation. how big god is. <sighs> How do you measure God, man? Like eight feet or nine feet? Or like Maybe nine and a half. He could, he could definitely dunk without having to jump. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't need to wear Air Jordans because he's yeah. floating all the time. Yeah. He's so high. He could, pro- <laughs> he could probably just lower the basket. Yeah. He'd just, he just make it all eternally... Uh, dunking? Dunking. It'd just be like infinite dunk loop. <laughs> That's the second track on your record. Infinite donk loop. Yeah. Right, we are here in the Two Fooks headquarters. We are one episode deep in season two. This is episode two. We're two for two. We are excited. We are valuing everybody listening. And we are looking forward to continuing our journey in the landscape of food giving. Um, life doesn't get simpler as time goes on uh, there's more to think about and there's more to consider more people every second less resources every second more pressure to consider what's going on in the world interesting point if I can just bring it up because it's time specific the UN uh, recently um, voted that uh, people fleeing from countries affected by environmental change cannot be forcefully returned uh, if their lives are in danger in their home country. 
So flooding and forest fires and uh, climate change related factors affecting parts of the world is now a uh, UN protected reason for people having to flee their country and seek asylum in other parts of the world. So soon we're going to have like three million Australian people here? Maybe. And they mm. can't be sent home? No. Come here, mate. Through risk. Oh, that was ropey. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever told you about my Australian link? One no. of my ancestors. Nope. Uh, was called Captain Matthew Flinders. He was a ship's captain, English in the 1700s, hmm. and he was the first person. It was after Captain Cook. He trained with Captain Cook, and then he was the first person to sail around Australia and map the whole coast. Hmm. And he actually named Australia. It used to be called Terra Australis, and he called it Australia. The reason I mention it is his remains have been recently found really? in the building in the building of the HS2 underground railway system in London, and his remains will finally be taken back to Donington, where he was born. Hmm. That's going to happen this year, really? which is quite exciting. Cool. I feel I'm just rambling here. Yeah, well, isn't that what we do here? Oh, I'm a, uh, Lord, I was born a rambling man, <laughs> trying to make a living and I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Is that Leonard Skinner or Doobie Brothers, Orman Brothers? Someone will have to Google that and find out. Some guy. Right. Last time, I brought up friendship. Yep. We had a good chat. Yep. It was delightful. Yep. This time... It's like, my turn. Like Agassiz in the 80s, I'm serving that ball back to your side of the court. Yep. Dressed in high visibility wear with a bit of a perm and a headdress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Agassiz. What style? I like my ramen shirt. You like your ramen shirt. You like my ramen I shirt. I like your I like you in your ramen shirt. Yeah. Are you a bit jealous of my ramen shirt? Like 10%. I, I probably, w- I have to be honest, I probably wouldn't wear it, so I can't be jealous in that way. I'm surprised. See? Yeah. I don't know if I could let myself enjoy wearing it, because I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm maybe not cool enough, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not hip and cool and chill enough to be enjoying it like that. Hmm. Maybe I need to just let my hair down and be free, man. Yeah, do it. And just uh, go with the flow. Do it, man. Do it, man. Just come on. Do it, mate. The 60s are calling. San Francisco's here. (laughs) Get on the bus, as they used to say. (laughs) Not that. Another one rides the bus. It rides the (laughs) bus. Some fusion between Queen and... uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, good old. And another comes on and another goes off. (laughs) Another one rides the bus. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to sit by you, another one rides the bus. (laughs) Right. 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 Said Fred. That's that's (laughs) enough. All right. (laughs) Said Fred. Yourself is the topic today. So far out. Far out, man. It's so in. It's so out, it's in. Friendship. So we talked about... Mm. your friendships last time so yourself mm. do you know what the chances of you being born is well it, uh, I don't know I don't, know how, how, like I don't have an num- answer to that like put into numbers no like the chances of you being born at all no 400 trillion to 1 
how do they work that out? I don't know. It's like me being, I mean, <clears throat> me either being or not being. There's your parents had to meet and mm-hmm. like all of the other swimmers on the team. <laughs> like the chances of you being born is really it's unique. Yeah. I I'm I'm grasping that. I I'm So someone came up with a number 400 trillion to mm. 1 and 400 trillion is like a, we discussed the debt of United States. Yeah. And like if you spend was it one dollar oh, yeah, every second and yeah, something yeah. like that mm. it will take you like 30,000 years to spend one trillion mm. so that's like, that's a lot of trillions that's a lot of numbers and zeros but I, that kind of <laughs> rings a bell because at some point um, when I was researching um, what big natural events there's been in human history that we might have residual memory of like we were talking about the Sasquatch, the big, we have a need for something in our psychological makeup. Yeah. And I was talking with a friend of mine who now lives in Oslo, a very cool guy, a tattooist called Alejo. Shout out to Alejo. Uh, he's great at discussing some of these more ephemeral topics. <clears throat> and we were talking about um, a lot to do with the symbology things that we are familiar with all over the world our need for symbols our need for a simplified way of communicating but also things which we have built and created which have similarities around the whole globe and have there been occurrences in the natural world through history that have had an impact on that phase of humanity as a whole to the degree that it has stayed with us a certain sign a certain natural occurrence in the sun with the moon some kind of natural phenomena that has ingrained itself so much that it has some lasting effect on what the human psyche is Mm -hmm. because the human psyche is a very strange thing Um, and uh, we were kind of talking through that um, and I researched a little bit to try and find out how many people have actually lived in total how many people have there actually been in the history of like how many feet has touched the ground kind of thing yeah how many people have actually been and that uh, I think it was something around 13 billion total yeah that's not a lot but that's the interesting thing it's kind of surprising uh, so it's nowhere near your probability number of no. 400 trillion. trillion so I'm wondering where the probability calculations for that come from but like your parents had to meet and their parents had to meet mm. and yeah. again their parents had to meet and they're all different swimming teams yeah so yeah, yeah. so it's yeah it's maybe a multiplication of the amount of possibilities within each meeting multiplied by 
exponentially yeah. each person's swimming team swimming team and uh each female's uh ovulation uh, possibilities yeah uh through life at different stages of age maybe it makes sense yeah 400 trillion sounds perfect now we've done the maths <laughs> <laughs> but that's so coming back to your original point of yourself we we should be more thankful for being here and we should be <clears throat> being ourselves the way we want to be instead of just like we talked about before going with the flow and going with what everybody else thinks we should do mm. so it's kind of something we talked about but on another mm. level yeah so if you got asked who do you think you are mm. that's that's kind of a simple question but like it, it seems like a simple question but it isn't it isn't it's the question it is the question and it is the unanswerable question right because we're changing all the time and different life situations makes us going different directions or makes makes us think differently maybe I thought when you started speaking when you said you were going for the probability uh, you were looking for the word probability or something like that, and yeah. you started by saying do you know and I thought you were just going to drop the bomb and just ask me do you know yourself <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, that's kind of the question. Yeah. Um, but we don't have to make it into a question. We can just discuss it as a topic of yourself. What does that mean? We start out being ourselves. Like when we're yeah. a kid. I mean, we don't... Kids... Give a dime. Children are what they are. Yeah. Already. They are... I mean, the challenge for an adult is to maintain what they have always been they have to blend in with everybody else no i mean i was putting it the other way around to okay. say like the 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 challenge of living a life is to not blend in yeah it is to resist the temptation for ease and conformity and the easy option and it is to try to retrace back to the core kind of impulses and and uh, your guiding principles that inform your judgment and to try and entertain those and let them be relevant in everything that you do as you grow older um, you add experience to what you've always been yeah um there's a lot that basically everything or a lot of the things around us are existing and happening to they have the effect of causing ripples in that clarity yeah 
Um, so you either have to try to maintain and find some sort of clarity within yourself or you have to see the self as like you said a constant movement Mm -hmm. through existence Um, like the running of water or the movement of air or a growing plant or an animal which is what we are the self is a part of existence the tricky thing is we have an awareness of it yeah. that's where it becomes complicated we we are conscious of that process to some degree hence we have no hence we are challenged with having some kind of reflexive and reflective feelings about that process yeah is it good is it bad am i happy am i not what does other people think about what i'm doing you know other people who i think are themselves like all through their lives are people with down syndrome Mm -hmm. if they're if they're happy they're super happy if there's something wrong, they'll let you know immediately. I, I mean, I <clears throat> that I would also widen that to other conditions yeah. that make regular participation in the norm more difficult. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people with those situations, just as you say, they they don't see the they don't see the need or they do not have the uh necessity or the impulse to participate in those general hi how you do yeah i'm all right yeah you're gonna order the toast yeah i'm gonna get the toast oh i get the toast too should we sit over there yeah we can sit over there have you seen the newspaper say no i haven't seen the newspaper say what they say oh they say this when you go home i'm gonna drive my car i'm gonna drive my blah 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 like the small talk nonsense yeah, thing. Yeah, there isn't the there isn't the mechanism for that. Yeah, and as you say, you experience the rush impulse of the emotion and the feeling. Yeah, in its essential form, that informs your reactions and judgments and sometimes actions, for better or worse. And you're kind of more plugged into the the occurrence of self yeah yeah i see your point um i think that very simple distinction does also again make i mean it puts up some pretty tricky barriers in our the majority of our busy lives yeah because the majority of those things that we're going through and interacting with are almost oversimplifying the complexity of the human experience and it would be beneficial if not vital to be uh, considering 
those core impulses and not hiding them a lot more of the time. Yeah. But we don't have the infrastructure for that. Because it's not, I don't know, socially accepted to be yourself kind of thing. <clears throat> mm. Well, you can't kind of, you can't have a stable humanity experience with a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand people all doing different things. Uh, that's not how societal structure can be stabilized and managed. Yeah. Uh, we, on the whole, are all living in relatively stable social structures. The concern is that they have been constructed for us to exist within mm-hmm. the challenge is we need to then rediscover what it means to exist outside of them but, while still within them i mean you can be in the structure of everyday life but at the same time you can be yourself more so you don't like just fade away for sure from the everyday commitments and and the, the busy lives that we have I think taken w- upon us some of the structures physical that we live in and have created uh, make that quite difficult if you think yeah, because, about be- apartment buildings shopping malls parking yeah. structures uh very inhuman structures F- for sure have a very inhibiting effect on the ability to be more aware of the 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 human experience the self yeah because it's not what you're seeing it's not what you're feeling um so it is i mean it's it's not being made easy for us at a time when we perhaps need it more than ever there's so much depression going on everywhere because yeah, we it, don't allow weird. ourselves yeah. to be ourselves. And that's that's something that will make you depressed in the long run, I think. Yeah. You don't you don't get the um arena to like just be yourself and do what you think is right or say what you want or just let it all out as you want to well i think that comes into again like we have a imposed societal skepticism about letting it all out people saying what they want we're led to believe that would bring silliness at best riot and anarchism at worst destabilization of social structure people just running around shouting and going bonkers that but that's the that's the thing that we've almost been conditioned to think yeah because it's really a big challenge to each individual to say what do you really want to do what do you really want to say if you can explore those things in yourself 
they will give you in the process the opposite of the instability they will actually give you stability yeah they will give you i i i i sleep best in this structure this gives me the most enjoyment to eat and do this makes me feel in good health um this i see as a positive action for the people around me how are you by being a better self better how are you being via being a better self a better participating person for the people around you as well and like we we talked about in a friendship episode the better you are with yourself the better friend or companion you would be as well yeah you have so to it's, let it's not only in. important to be true to yourself but it's also important to be true to yourself for those around you so they know what your thoughts are what you're what you're standing for and and like what drives you Hmm. i mean i think it's very worth mentioning something which is quite an important part of this process uh, and that's going to jung uh Carl Gustav Jung, the psychoanalyst and psychologist, who did much of the great writing about self and individuation and processes of self knowledge and the challenge of trying to explore that. Um I've mentioned before Jordan B. Peterson, the current writer and uh speaker, also a psychologist and psychiatrist uh, he has brought up again for our time the the I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode the importance of the the shadow self the other side um, if you do not take the step of familiarizing yourself with the parts of you that you don't like with impulses that come to your mind and an acceptance of what humanity as a whole is capable of in its worst degrees you cannot balance out your positive contributions and gestures and good work because you'll constantly be trying to hold at arm's length aspects of reality that are perhaps unpleasant yeah we have to accept them it is not fun by any stretch but it is a part of existing yeah it is a part of that responsibility of the one in a trillion chance to be here that you also have to take the responsibility to look at what you have done in your life that might have been wrong yeah or that you aren't happy about and what has happened in the world and what happens in the world today that is an act of man just as you are man or woman yeah we are capable of some pretty terrible things unfortunately um so to to know yourself 
there is a degree of sadly having to inform oneself of the 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 not very pleasant stuff too um yeah we can't just bubble along in a everything's fine everything's cool everything's fine everything's cool that's not going to work in the long run for sure no but that means that the experience of self and the experience of living and humanity on a larger scale is a lot more of a broad spectrum of experience than right or wrong good or bad Uh, no self do not know self there are huge gradients in between and every we've talked about this before every act every gesture every thought nothing is finished you can always resolve you can work towards you you know nine times out of ten in a situation what you really feel you should do for your own conscience and it's always worth digging through it and sadly that might take more time and you might miss the bus or you might take longer to do the challenge you've been given to do in a work situation but by the time you've done it you can hopefully be happy that you've done what you felt you should do yeah you put more of yourself into it Mm. what made you choose the topic what what sort of uh, did you pick it as we were talking today or did it come up previously I've, i've been i've been thinking about how i've been living up to this point maybe and not taking too good care of myself hmm yourself uh, myself yes. hmm. and i'm like i should be better at taking care of myself instead of trying to please everybody else because that doesn't is be- that something you feel you've tried to do yeah hmm. for sure and even though i like helping other people and being there for them i should also take care of myself hmm so I can more easily more be more helpful towards other people. Mm. It's not that I've not been happy, but I know I can be more happy. Is that the goal? Yeah. Be more happy with myself and the people around me and be more thankful and grateful for what I have and what I've experienced and yeah in general just be more aware of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it I think that's really interesting um, and referring to that as a process also touching on what you said about people being depressed on quite a broad scale we see and hear only more of it yeah and it's become more and more <clears throat> normal to be depressed mm. i was i was watching something on youtube the other day a ted talk and a third of america mm. is depressed but what i want to say is almost like a rebuttal to that is that that's part of living yeah. You you get depressed. You have to be depressed. Living is not about being only happy. You, no, of course not, but But you, you can't the the fear is 
I am labeled depressed. Yeah. I am in that box because but, but it I, is very hard to get out of it. If you see it as a part of a process, you're going down, you'll come up. You'll we we down, all have our ups and downs, up. that's for sure. But I think if you're more aware of yourself, you know, okay, this is going... You can ride it out. Yeah, this is going down right now, but I know it's going to be going back up. Mm. If you're not so much aware of yourself, when you're then mm. going down... You just you just give up and then you can't ride out that thing, mm. and you just stay down there, and just you're just depressed. You can't get up again. And I, I think I I think there's this also like you say, I think there is a genuine and this doesn't help. This called this is where anxiety comes from. Yeah, people are fearful of becoming depressed. Yeah, like it's um. Oh, like falling off the pavement. Yeah. Like, oh no, now I'm depressed. Yeah. And you get scared about slipping into it. You, um, be, you become so aware of it that you get anxious about it. And then you're both anxious, anxious and, depressed. and depressed. Yeah. And that's a really bad cocktail yeah. to be sipping. Oh, uh, I'm intrigued when, and this has happened recently. When I'm listening to music like Porter's Head and Massive Attack and uh, Blockhead or I'm just trying to think of some stuff that's like really low tempo, quite urban feeling, quite sparse, quite dark maybe. Yeah. And that can also go for metal, intense metal, extreme metal, heavy metal and stuff, which I've always listened to. All of these things is... People uh, hear that as a like a downward tone, like oh, this is pretty depressing music. I don't see it like that. I see it as it is a a music of openness and yeah. space and the time for entertaining the light and the dark, and it helps me choose the light. Because it gives me contrast. Yeah. It helps me work positively against the negative. Um, but I often think that maybe people hear those sorts of music and think, Immediate this thing. will drag me down yeah. because it sounds negative. I don't want to go there. But and I mean, it's it's the image as well because it's like death and the the artwork is usually like dark mm. themed and it seems like it's going to get you depressed but like you say if you it's just the opposite yeah right and i mean what is it but an expression of living yeah. people have got together and done that they have expressed their life if you've listened to country music that's some depressing <laughs> stuff <laughs> like sitting here is hitting my whiskey bottle and now i'm at the bottom of a whiskey bottle. but if you flip the 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 thing like that and you look at all the things that promote positive happy everything's fine stay on top this is good we're gonna do it feel good films feel good music pop culture easy simple which constitutes about 85 percent of the culture that we experience if not 90 oh. 
that's the stuff that you could then argue is in denial because it's not taking into consideration but in reality in reality that's what makes people depressed because they look at all the point. the um, celebrities and their lifestyles and mm. they look at themselves like oh, I just have this small house I just have this beat up car or whatever and then the celebrities look at themselves being successful and feel guilty for that yeah. because they're portraying <laughs> life wrong and then everyone's depressed but no one's talking about it and they're all meeting in the middle on the feel good stuff yeah and then the metal heads are all thrashing stuff out and feeling really good about stuff because they've expressed their lives and they're not feeling angry or upset. <laughs> right? Right? Because they've got it out. So it's the quite opposite. It's quite... It's, yeah, it's pretty much the opposite. It's like uh, the iceberg, tip of the iceberg flipped the other way around. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, really. Um, oh, crikey. Um well that I mean that constitutes that shadow side thing the yeah. Jungian thing there is if there is a yourself that self has both sides of course it has the potential for both your conscious imperative uh, as a as a self-aware individual is to have openness to both of those possibilities and sides of humanity and to draw some kind of balanced conclusion out between the two into your life situation yeah day by day act by act it's not like a, a guy who, who like knows himself 100 percent doesn't get depressed no, but you that, can't that, know that, the self. This is the great thing about uh, Eastern philosophy, yeah. which has touched much more on the letting go. Yeah, it is the release back into nature. Only there will you find the tree is the tree, but it's it's only there. That tree is there. It won't move. It will have to adapt and live in that plot of land. That is where it is. But it's connected to all the other things around it yeah we are a part of existence happening it is a constant process it cannot be solved Uh, you cannot have the answer um yeah but what i'm saying is no matter how well you know yourself you're still going to have your ups and downs Mm, but you're going to be better prepared for those both up and downs yeah and i like your uh, yeah i like the word prepared you yeah. have to you can be kind of s- adaptable like the tree the river yeah. the, the the monkey <laughs> the 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 warrior yeah in a way um, you can kind of see it coming and then you prepare yourself for it instead of just going with everything else and then you just hit rock bottom without kind of knowing it it just makes me sort of on an impulsive level so a tinge of such sadness when you say like when I said the word warrior and you say that in a proud way as a psychological construct to tackle your your inner turmoil but then thinking that we are enacting out in the world fights and aggression on one another in a 
you say warrior you say soldier when you say soldier you say army that we have formed these ways of damaging and harming the human experience yeah uh like what is it that's why and this is what i was talking about with the old things that have happened in humanity that inform us that's you have to ask why we have the ouroboros the snake eating its own tail yeah it we are only harming our own existence by harming others true because i mean you can kid yourself and say that you're doing it for some cause that's not gonna help but in the final existential balance sheet i think it's uh it it's not gonna feel good having maybe deliberately harmed other living things yeah that's heavy there's a very nice uh very tricky analogy that you can think of is that you at each moment uh if the self that you are now could project infinitely and be what it is for all time uh, would you be happy about that would you feel resolved and content and if you ask yourself that question constantly and always try and moderate and adjust your actions to come back to that if this is the way it will always feel do i feel good about that Hmm. um i kind of like that it's like an eternal echo of self it's Um, a good way of asking yourself if you're in a good place mm -hmm. or not and the weird thing is it's kind of a reality that actually is all the experience of self is it's yeah as uh, Alan Watts said and uh, uh, Paul Tillich also the eternal now which we've touched on before um, so there's a lot there to help us get in touch with yeah self dear listeners if this has touched on any of your thoughts or feelings on uh, yourself on self then we are glad and we are here uh, to listen if you want to interact with that and give some feedback or some thoughts that would be much appreciated yeah it would be super appreciated because it helps us kind of figure out the way we're doing this uh, with topics that have a relevance to all of us and if you have a topic you want us to discuss or if you have any thoughts on things we should change or if there's something we should add on to this uh, or whatever, just interact with us on social media. Yeah, please They can do, do it on Instagram. They can. They can. We're on Instagram. We're on Instagram as two fooks. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And we're on Facebook as well. <laughs> You're darn tootin' we are. Riding that Mark Zuckerberg wave, whatever his name is. With two Fuchs, with three O's. Yeah. They can also send us emails. They can send us emails. That's at 
info at twofooks.com. It sure is. But above all of these social media isolated interactions, tell us face to face if you see us and you know us. Yeah. You can do that too. They can. Don't think you can. Just hit, like just tell me. Tell me. Straight tell up. Tell me. Or maybe you'll tell me without telling me. Yeah. And then I'll have to listen without hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, pick up on them vibes. Pick up on them vibes. Hey, what vibes you be vibing on? Um, yeah, any other thoughts? No. No? That's it. Yeah? Have we managed to make another single topic episode? Yeah, we have. Good. I think this is kind of a good balance. Yeah. Because it seems way improbable to then start on another topic. Yeah. But then this clocks in at under an hour. Yep. So it's more manageable for people to listen to, pause, come back to, and still see that the train of thought is one one train of thought. Yeah. Um, all right. The lotus flower of Fook opens <laughs> and asks you, what is your value item this episode? This episode would be talking to a stranger in a different than everyday life setting. Oh wow, nice. Ooh. Ooh. So when I went to Florida last time, mm. I had there were two, three, and two in seating. Like mm. so two seats on each side and three, four in the middle. So I sat next to a Polish girl mm. from Poland. Well, funny that. Yeah. Wouldn't have to be. No. Could have been born to Polish parents somewhere else. Yeah. She lived in Poland. Um, she was like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Was in 19, 19, 20. She was young. Yeah. But we started talking and I was like, I had to ask her like mid conversation. I'm like, how old are you? I'm like 19. I'm like, are you serious? You seem so reflected and, and know all these things about American politics and Trump and like so so intelligent so I'm like you you seem you don't look old don't get me wrong here but you seem <laughs> you seem so reflected and intelligent you you know all this stuff hmm. and like you live there and so she was visiting her grandparents they lived in Florida so okay. she had lived there and she spoke perfect English I couldn't even tell she was from Poland at all. She went to school there for like two years when she was even younger. So she had like the accent was good. And yeah, she she really impressed me. I'm like, hmm. Wow. That's nice. And all of that coming out of just getting that chat going. Yeah, I was like, are you going to somewhere or are you traveling from somewhere? I was like, oh, I'm going there and visiting my grandparents and stuff like that. So it was a nice conversation. Yeah, really. I think that uh, that makes me realize, or I'm I am aware. But that's also something you can do when you're traveling yeah. solo, much easier For than sure. if you're traveling with a group but, or a significant other. But that's the thing. Like I, I'm also aware of that, or uh, maybe being too able to be sort of when I'm on my own, then I'm on my own is that then I kind of want to be slightly in my bubble. So yeah. it's good to remind yourself to have that to have that chat. Yeah. Just chill out, relax, have a bit of a chat. It'll 
we didn't talk for seven or eight hours mm. like we we talked for a little bit and then like the conversation faded out naturally and mm. then we just she was watching her stuff and i was watching shows or movies or whatever i was doing and then it was time for food and we talked a bit and then lovely yeah that's really cool it's interesting to meet new people that are interesting i mean i think i mean i, mean, I think you I, it, that's kind of like a quantum variable i think you open up the opportunity you for someone to be interesting if you show interest yeah in that's, them. that's that's what i mean so you're I th- doing I think a positive gesture because you're saying hello in a positive how way how are you yeah uh, w- w- what are you doing you're open up the interesting part of the other person and you you're initiating that and that's not necessarily always an easy thing to do so if you are someone out there that can initiate a chat and uh, then do and and if you're someone that can't look out for maybe those opportunities to have a chat if someone wants to yeah um that's uh, a very good point and it's it's so important that people feel the opportunity to speak freely that it isn't like expected you're not forcing someone to to talk you're just saying if you want to then that's cool yeah then i'm i'm here i'm up for talking i'm up for talking that'd yeah. be nice uh and anything you have to say i'm sure will be of interest yeah because yeah have you heard about the new projects going on in Norway now? They're gonna do. They do it on Kodrat, the mall. Don't think so. What? It's. I was told this last weekend. So you can go into like a coffee shop, and then you buy a cup. Okay. And it says "Skrabble cup." Um, I'm up for talking oh yeah okay kind of yeah so you buy that cup and if someone comes in and see you with that cup they know ah this person like it's kind of up for yeah so it's like a public annunciation for strangers to come and talk to you Mm. that's kind of a nice flip yeah like i want some me time i'm gonna go and sit in a cafe (laughs) i want some private time i'm gonna go sit somewhere where there's loads of people it's sort of flipping that and saying, yeah. I'm in a public place. I feel I feel like talking to someone today. Maybe I can help someone if they're mm. if they have the need to talk to someone. Nice. So if a guy or or a person comes in and they feel depressed, they feel lonely, they can talk to this stranger. Yeah. And you don't know where that's gonna lead. So <laughs> I think it's a nice project. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm going to try and add my... Oh, no, I can't really do that. I was going to say my value thing would just be underlining that importance of discussing things, but that's what this podcast is about, and that's kind of just following on from what you said. But like you say, any chat is a good chat. In it a is. way, it relieves some sort of building up of self tension 
It's like, either letting go of some frustration or telling someone a good story that'll bring them in a better mood or and i think the benefit of it in a in a very in a, in a big way often is that coming back to that dark side that negative thing if someone's pent up or frustrated about something and they let it out it's surprising how much that diffuses the frustration yeah and if someone's really angry about a particular point all right fire fire away get angry mm-hmm. let it out see how long you can keep that up <laughs> Because like it'll it's run quite, out. It's it like will, a fire. It's an existential frustration. It's like it's friction in in parts of your feelings or emotions that mm-hmm. are rubbing against each other in the wrong way, and it's causing turbulence uh, or causing friction. And you have to you have to acknowledge it. It won't go away. So I I mean, fortunate are those that have a way of expressing it a music or a painting or walking walking outdoors yeah. or, or listening to music or, or or any of these things or having a chat yeah but i just think like you're bringing this point up the importance of talking to someone when you're out and about is that we're perhaps less open to it open to chatting for no reason yeah like this i don't you just I, chat it's weird it's it's weird just yeah trundle away <laughs> you don't have to be small talk either because small talk would be just be kind of boring you open you open with some kind of small talk and then it leads into more interesting conversations hmm. good call man yeah. i i'm I, I must be kind of uh honest isn't that i'm actually a little unsure what i haven't got a particular value item that is in my mind um I'm trying to think of things that through the Christmas period and into the new year and these weeks... Train ride. Thank. Okay, let's say that. Let's say the train ride. Let's say... I found myself this morning... Uh, someone I know is traveling today uh, from the airport. Uh, I found myself thinking, wouldn't it be great if there was more... Uh, Sort of just like electric monorail things. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be great if there was a monorail from town to the airport? Because it would save on all the cars and it would save on all this. So you have those, the bike lane, though, from... That's true, but that's not going to encourage everybody to to be doing that at the same time. But for sure, the biking thing, but biking is solo. Biking is alone time. Yeah. We it still was have that, that expensive group, bike lane, though. Group time. Yeah. Like alone time with other people if you want to put it like that <laughs> like the, so the train to have a train journey if you get the chance instead of a plane I, it was a good idea i'm very happy i did it the train would have run anyway yeah i was on it it was yeah. an electric train yeah i had a good time a tutor train uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i also just want to say in relation to that and local people can agree or disagree send us your comments but in this region of Norway, there has been staggering amounts of money spent on building undersea car tunnels for commuting and access to the islands uh, in the area. A result of this, or part of the plan, is that these small ferries that run from 
the mainland over to all the islands and to the other side of the bay or fjord if you want to say that that service will be stopped Mm -hmm. I think that is a tragedy yeah it is it's someone's people getting on a boat crossing water reflection time quiet time going to work and from work time not driving time not stuck in a box on your own time not underground for a half hour plus in a tunnel yeah psychologically this is absolutely the wrong direction for what we need at this time in our development i think more time outdoors in contact with nature with the elements and with light is what we need that's what psychologists say we need for better mental health anyway yeah and then we're going to be stuck in the and people in this region because of where they live are being given this alternative it's not an alternative they're being given this i wasn't and the boats are being stopped yeah it wasn't an alternative yeah it was just, and I this think, is going to happen, whether you like it or not. I think it's a real shame. Yeah. Real shame. And the more I think about it, the more... I don't think about it like going, oh, isn't that a shame, in a resignation kind of way. I feel actively upset and kind of critical yeah. of the decision process that led to that. And the decisions have been made, I guess... The things have been. There's. I, I'm going to say it's never too late. Maybe some big company who has the money and resources can buy more electric boats and set them in service for the tourists coming. What, what about tourism experiencing the fjords? Less boats out in the nature. Oh, great! Come and visit Stavanger. Sit in a car in a tunnel. Right. What, where is the logic in that? There's no. I'm. I'm just baffled. One of my painting projects came from a customer on the island. The paintings that came from that were inspired by getting the boat to that island. Yeah, right. That wouldn't happen. That's have, not that. We have the world's longest tunnel. Yeah, this is uh, this is also a it's nation like a of sailors, yeah. of water people. Uh, as yes, of course, the inland farming traditions and of mountains. Course. I'm not saying that, but, but this is a coastal country. It is people growing up with boating, the movements of the sea, the movements of the weather over water. I'm, I'm just, I'm like baffled by this situation. Yeah. So I will be actively, where possible, uh, critical of it and flagging up that where possible try and get out on boats and show your enthusiasm for experiencing the nature as opposed to being in a tunnel being in a tunnel yeah um we but gotta dark. vote with our feet as they say yeah uh choose the public transport choose the the bus choose the train yeah choose isn't the that boat. what they want us to do more public transportation and then they build a tunnel where we can just drive our cars through i don't get it Someone give me an answer. Someone try and articulate an answer if you've made it to this part of the podcast. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're done now. Oh, but then... We yeah. Have some yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But okay, so there we go. Yeah. Thank you, dear sir. Thank you, dear sir. Dear sir. Dear sir. And we're going to warm up our hands. Oh!
oh, because we've had another good session and we value every one of you listening. Thank hit you. Hit us up. Thank you. Thank you. We already said where they can yeah, hit us up. For sure. Yeah, and for sure. Uh, until next time. Ooh.